All right, so we're up to the beginning of the fifth parak. Um, the Mishnah starts off like this. Beishamay Oymrim, Beishamay says, Hegdish toes Hegdish. If you make Hegdish by mistake, it's still a valid Hegdish. Now, the, the Mishnah will explain what the case is, but if someone makes a form of Hegdish and there's an accident involved, it's still Hegdish. Beishal Oymrim ain't Hegdish. They disagree. Now we'll see, obviously, this is going to eventually relate to Nazir's. What's the example of Hegdish Batos? So, if a person says, the first ox, the first black ox, the black ox that first leaves my home, that's actually important how I say it, the black ox that first leaves my home is going to be a carbon, and the Yatsa Lavan, and instead of a black ox coming out of the house, a white ox came out of the house. Beishamai says it's still Hegdish. The simple explanation means that although I said the black ox that comes out of my house is going to be Hegdish, and a white ox came out, so a white ox, meaning Hegdish Betos. You made a mistake, meaning you said black, but white came out, it's still Hegdish. Why? Because we assume, Beishamai assumes, that when a person, his real intention is he wants whatever animal comes out first to be a carbon. That's really what he wants. He said black, okay, so it's a toast, it's a mistake. Now, this is a very big chiddish because unlike other examples of Hegdish Betos, as we'll see in the Gemara, this is not where, like, I thought in my head one thing and said something else. This is I said A and B happened. So it's, it's a big chiddish what Beishama is extending it to. Because, again, the, the, I'll just spoil a little bit. The Gemara is going to say that there is a premise, there is a precedent for a Hegdish Betos, and that is Temura. The halach is, it's exeris akasev by Timura. Timura means that if you want to extend the holiness from one carbon to another animal, you want to transfer it, it doesn't work and both become holy. The halacha is that by Timura, if let's say I think the animal in front of me is a shlamim, but it's actually an oilus. I think shlamim, but then I say oilus. So I said the right thing, I just thought the wrong thing, it still works. That's an example of a toast. Because my mind and speech were not in lockstep. But, at least over there, what I said, there was no mistake. I said the right thing. I might have thought, I might have meant, you know, like I, I didn't mean to say that, but what I said actually came true. Over here, it's a big chiddish. Over here, I said the first animal that comes out of my house that's a black ox should be a carbon, and a white ox came out, eh, it's fine. Because we assume you really want the, the ikr kavana is for it to be a carbon. Again, it's a chiddish because what you're saying and what actually happened didn't line up. That's Beisham Ashidah. Beishel disagrees. They say, Ain't a Hegdish. Again, the simple pshat is, according to Beishamai, the white ox that comes out is holy. Ah, it's Hegdish Betos. Have a Hegdish. Beishel disagrees. Now, two more examples of this. Dinar Zav Sheyal Biyadirish and Ayreo Hegdish. The gold coin that I pick up first is going to be Hegdish. Vala Shel Kesef. And instead, he reaches into a pocket. Instead of pulling out gold, he pulls out silver. Beishamai Hegdish. Beishamai says, the coin is Hegdish. The last one is He says, I'm going into the cellar. The first bottle of wine that I pull out is Hagdish. And he pulls out, instead of a bottle of wine, he pulls out a bottle of oil. says, It's holy. Basil disagrees. Why would that be It's the same thing. I said, The first bottle of wine that's, that I take. Exactly. Well, none of, them are the, none of them are what he said. None of them are what he said. No, it's white and black. So, okay, so, yeah, it's a bit and silver and gold, they're both coins, but they're different. The last case seems like a standard toss, like the example you gave, the confusion of what he meant. Which case? The last one, with the shaman. 
And he pulled out oil. Yeah, true, true. That that I don't know. Okay. So the Gemara says, "My time I have the What's Veshamei Shita that a hegdish betoz have a hegdish? Where's their source? Well, that's a, yeah. Well, it's probably he. If he would have asked Basil, he probably would have had an easier end of his life. Basil is the one who's Megal, so Basil if he would have asked Hill, Basil, he would have been a happier person. So the Gemara says, "My time of the Veshamei." Uh, what's the pshat of Yishamai that hegdish betos have hegdish? So the Gemara says the alfin and tchilos hegdish misayv hegdish. They learn out the beginning of hegdish from Timura. Timura ma Timura. Now again, Timura is called soif hegdish. Again, Timura means you already have a carbon in front of you. You want to transfer the holiness from animal A to animal B. The halacha is that it doesn't work, and both are holy. Okay. So let's say you have in front of you a shlamim. Ox is a shlam. I don't know. You have animal A is a shlamim. Animal B is in front of you. You want to transfer. You in your mind are thinking, I want, this is an Ola, I want to transfer an Ola, transfer an Ola, but you said Shlomim. The halacha is, it works. Because what you said was real. I, in your mind, you didn't mean to say that. It's a toast. Hegdish betos have a hegdish. So Beishamah says, well, if that's true by Tzmura, that's also true by creating holy. Meaning, if that's true with transferring holy, that's the same with creating holy. Again, there's two differences. First of all, transferring and creating. And also, like I said before, the difference is over there, at least you said the right thing. You maybe in your mind, you meant to say something else. Over here, what you said, that that wouldn't work. So over here, so over here, you said, what you said and what happened were different. But anyway, that's Beishama Shita. Beishil disagrees. They say no. Basil says, just because something works by Timura doesn't mean transferring holiness is easier than creating holiness, right? What something's already existing, it's easier to deal with it than creating a new. So Basil says, just because Timura by a mistake works doesn't mean that it would work to create a Kedusha. Okay. But the Gemara says like this, this is the question that I had before. Uma ilu. Um, yeah, so I just want to see if there's a Rashi. Yeah, um, by the way, I just, I'll just read you the Rashi of the case of Timura. He says, Okay, an easier case, uh, easier than my case. Um, he wants to transfer the holiness, um, and he says, the an- he wants to say that the next animal that comes out of my house that's black, the holiness should be transferred. He wants to say that, but he says white, and the animal comes out white. So it works. Even though what he wanted to say, what he said, were actually not, but oh, it's a toast. But again, the Gemara is going to make this point. Over there by the Tmura, at least what he said happened. It might not have been what he meant to say, but what he said happened. Over here, what he said and what happened are not the same. What he said is, the animal that comes out of my house that's black should be holy, and then a white animal came out. And Beishamai says, that's holy. That's an extension. Who, who, that, that's, so the Gemara says to Beishamai, Ul Beishamai, Ma'iluoma hariza tachazel chatziyom, you have a tzimura mehishaita. The Gemara says, according to Beishamai, if I said, it's going to be a tzimura at 12 o'clock, 8 o'clock in the morning, I said, I want this tzimura to take effect at 12. When does it take effect? I said in the morning, 8 o'clock, I want it to take effect at 12. When does it take effect? 12. Why? Because you go with what you said. So too over here, if I said the animal that comes out of my house that's black should be holy, why am I extending it to a white animal? Meaning, you have no source that a hegdish would work where what you said didn't happen. Like the Kamara says, 
So what, what's going on? What, what's Beishamay Shita? Again, the simple shot of Beishamay is, he says that a that black animal comes out of my house is holy, and a white animal comes out, it's holy. Why? Toast. We have no source that when you what you said and what happened didn't line up. So what's your source? So Rav Papa says, you're right. Um, Rav Papa, the answer is, you know what Papa says? What's the case? He says the black ox that come out of my house should be holy and a white ox comes out. So he says it's holy. What's holy? The white ox. Says our Papa, no, 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 no. He means the first black ox that comes out is holy. So it's not the white ox that's holy. 20 minutes later, a black ox comes out. It's the black ox that's holy. So according to Rav Papa, the, the shot of Beishama is radically different. He says the first black ox that comes out of my house is holy and a white ox come out. The white's not holy. Because that's toast. You know what's holy? An hour later, a black ox comes out. It's still holy. Meaning, don't think that the black ox has to be the first animal to come out. It's the first black ox that comes out. Basilo will say then there's going to be no hegdash, any Correct. Basilo is still against it because Basilo says that what the person meant is the first animal that is black. According to Beishamai, it's the first black animal. So what he said was ambiguous and unclear. So according to Beishamai, what he meant was, although he said the first animal that's black, what he meant is the first black animal that comes out. So when a white animal comes out, it's not that the white animal is holy, it's that the next animal that's black, yeah, the next animal that's black, that's going to be holy. By the way, there's one glaring problem with this. According to this, the Mishnah describes it as hegdish betos. It's not really a mistake. It's what he meant was he said a black animal should be holy, and the first black animal is holy. The only thing that's a little bit uh, is that although a white animal came out first, it's irrelevant. So it's it's much less of a chiddush. So the Gemara says, the Gemara says, Amrav Papa lekach namerishin lekashiyetz erishin. I hashar shachukamar mila iskin delesle alahai. Wait, wait. So it doesn't that means also? By the way, he has to have multiple black oxes because if he said if he only has one, why would he say the black ox that comes out of my house first? Implies according to Rav Papa, it means that there's multiple black oxen, and he's saying the first black ox that comes out of my house should be holy. The fact that a white ox comes out is irrelevant. So it must be there's multiple black oxen, and the first black oxen that comes out of his house is going to be holy. And Basil disagrees because they say you shouldn't say the extra word implies that you don't mean the first black ox, you mean the first ox that owes also black. Okay. So Amrle Rava Wait a minute. So why is the Mishnah describing this as Hegdish Batos? Meaning, the first shot was. You said the first black ox that comes out of your house and a white ox comes out. The simple reason re- reading is the white ox is holy. That's a chiddush. I said black and white came out. Look, a white is holy. Eh, that's a chiddush. Now you say, no, 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 no. The white ox isn't holy. It means an hour later, when a black ox comes out, the black ox is holy. So how's that a hegdish betos? That's called hegdish bekavana. Your kavana was black and what's holy is black. How is that? Where's the tos part? So the Gemara says, Mishum dibure, kama. The answer is, the toes part is that his words are confusing. Hegdish betoz usually means there's a mistake. Over here, the mistake is his words are unclear. That's the toes of it. It's not that it's an actual mistake in, in, in result. It's a mistake in his words. His words are confusing. Toast in this case, doesn't mean a mistake. It's more confusing. His terminology is confusing. Because you could read it as the black ox has to be the first one out. The answer is no, it's the first black ox that comes out. 
Okay. Now, now, if you tell me this, that Beishamai, if that's how you interpret it, that implies that Beishamai, let, let me explain. We started off by thinking that Beishamai meant is like this. You said the first black ox that comes out, a white ox comes out, and the white ox is holy. Because Hegdish Betos, Hegdish. Mm-hmm. Rav Papa's like, no, 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 no. That's not the case. The white is not holy. It's the next black one that comes out as holy. That kind of tells you that Rav Papa feels Hegdish Betos Lohav Hegdish. Meaning the fact that you have to interpret it, this implies that a hegdish betos lo have a hegdish, right? Because that's the fact that you're interpreting this implies that a classic hegdish betos, a mistaken hegdish, is not hegdish. The problem is, as we'll see over the next little bit, beishamai shita is hegdish betos have a hegdish. So, like Rav Papa's explanation implies that hegdish betos lo have a hegdish, and that's why they're interpreting in this much more direct way. The problem is Beishamai actually holds hegdish betos have a hegdish. That if you make a mistake in hegdish, it does actually create hegdish, which is not the implication of Rav Papa. The Gemara is going to eventually conclude is that no, Rav Papa could hold that hegdish betos have a hegdish, but this case is is not that. That's the, what the Gemara is going to say. But the Gemara says like this: According to Rav Papa, the implication is that Hegdish Betos, yeah, is low have a Hegdish. That Hegdish Betos is not actually Hegdish, and that's why they're coming into this place. But it's not true. What's not? The next Mishnah, which is the end of this daf, the Mishnah says like this: The halach is like this: If a person, uh, a person. Uh, makes himself a, a nazir, and he even drinks wine, and he sets aside karbonus to atone for that, and then he's mater neder. What does he do with the carbon? The halacha is the carbon is not holy because the rabbi uproots it limafreya, which means what he separated. The, the he wasn't a nazir. It poof, it's gone. So the animal just goes back to regular life. That's what the Mishnah says. Beis Hillel then says to Beis Shammai, Amr Beis Hillel Beis Shammai, Iyatamodim shehegdish betosu v'teitze betira be'eder. Beis Hillel says, Oh, you see? Hegdish betos lo have a hegdish. Why? You made hegdish, you made the animal holy. It was a mistake. And you see? It's poof, it's gone. So Beis Hillel says to Beis Shammai, Why are you like arguing with us? You agree with us. Hegdish betos. What does that show you? That shows that Beis Shammai shita is hegdish betos havi hegdish. Beis Hillel says lo havi hegdish. And Beis Hillel is trying to prove to Beis Shammai Again, Beis Hillel says to Beis Shammai, in this case, you made a carbon, yet, you're looking good. I'm not going to lie. I know. So, so, meaning like this. So, Beis Hillel says to Beis Shammai, again, you, you set aside a carbon, you have a Rav B. Mater Neder, poof, you're never a Nazir, the carbon goes back to regular life, no longer holy. So Beis Hillel says to Beis Shammai, oh, you see Hegdish Betos, lo have a Hegdish. What does that mean? That means that Beis Shammai holds Hegdish Betos, have a Hegdish. The very fact that Beis Hillel has to say Hegdish Betos, lo have a Hegdish to Beis Shammai implies that Beis Shammai shi does Hegdish Betos, have a Hegdish. That's why they're arguing. So why does Rav Papa imply that Beis Shammai doesn't believe Hegdish Betos, have a Hegdish? That's, Beis Hillel clearly understands Beis Shammai as arguing with them. So the Gemara says... Um, the answer is Beis Hill doesn't understand Beis Meaning, really, Rav Papa's right. Really, Beis holds Hegdish Betos, Lo Hava Hegdish. So why is Beis Hill saying, oh, you see Hegdish Betos, Lo Hava Hegdish, you see you're wrong? Beis Hill misunderstands Beis Beis Hill thinks that Beis Shammai is Hegdish Betos, Lo Hegdish. It's not true. They misunderstand Beis 
Beishamah's shita is not hegdish betoos havi hegdish. Their shita is that the cases that the first black animal that came out is holy. It's not hegdish betoos. It's black on black. It's not hegdish betoos. Beis Hillel misunderstood Beishamah. Beis Hillel thought Beishamah's pshat was like the original pshat in the Gemara. Beis Hillel's wrong. In their understanding of Beishama. Beis Hillel, Hudikato, Savri Tame de Beishamishum de Hegdish Pitos, Havi Hegdish, from Beishamai Lamishum de Hegdish Pitos, Mishum de Etali de Burekama. And Beishamai responds to Beis Hillel, no, we don't hold of Hegdish Pitos. What we hold is the first, the, the animal that's holy is not the white animal. Not because that would be Hegdish Pitos. It's the black animal. And it's not Hegdish Pitos at all. You said black, and black is holy. It's black on black. It's not Hegdish Pitos. So we're trying to stick with this thing that Beishamai really holds Hegdish Pitoz, Lo Havi Hegdish. The problem is that's not true. Keep going in the next Mishnah. Okay, uh, I'm going to read this next little bit. I'm not going to explain it because this is a Mishnah on Daf Lamed Beis Amid Beis. I'm assuming, by the way, this is that, um, you know how Shabbos is Daf, there's no, there's no Daf because it's all Taisism? It's on this Mishnah. <laughs> this Mishnah, it says like this, Tashima, Hayum Halchem Baderech. You have six people that are traveling. Okay. Okay, I'm going to read it very quickly. There's six people traveling. One, two, three, four, five, and six. And all six people see this guy walking towards them. Okay? Number one says, Hareini Nozish is a ploni. Number one says, I'm so confident that guy is Reuven. That's my friend Reuven from high school. I'm so confident. I'll be a Nozir if it's Reuven. Okay? Number two says, Hareini Nozish is a ploni. Number two says, no, no, no. That's so not Reuven. I'll be a Nozir that that's not Reuven. So they both said, I'll be another if that's Reuven, I'll be another if it's not Reuven. Number three says, Number three says, I believe one of you is right. If one of you is right, I'm another. Okay, it's pretty, okay, he's, it's not the biggest chiddush in the world. And then, Then the fourth one says, I'll be another if neither of you, if both of you are not another, meaning if other words, if one of you is another, I'm another. He's saying the same thing. He's just saying the inverse of it. That's number three and number four. four if, if neither of you are another, I'm not another. Meaning, I'll be another if one of you is another. He's just saying that in. It's not possible. One of them is going to be another. Correct. So he'll be another. Okay. And then number five says, Number five says, I'm another because I think both of you are another. He believes both of them are Nazirim. He says, I'll be a Nazir if both of you are Nazirim, which it's hard to figure out how that's possible. And the last one says, Shekulchem Nazirim. The last one says, I'm a Nazir if all of you are Nazirim. Number six believes all five are Nazirim. What's the halacha? Beishamai Armim Kulam Nazirim. Beishamai says they're all Nazirim. Why? Because Beishamai Shita is that when a person declares his Naziris, it's Hegdish Betos. Really, he means to be a Nazir. And when he says that, that's, it's not like a stipulation. When he says, I'm a Nazir, if that's Reuven, what he really means is, I'm a Nazir. I just want to like back up how confident I am, and I, I'm a Nazir, and I'll, I'll show how confident I am. I believe that's, that that's Reuven, but it's not that, if it's not Reuven, it's not that I'm not a Nazir. I'm a Nazir. I'm accepting it unequivocally. Exactly, exactly. So that's, they describe that as Hegdish Betos, because one of the guys is wrong, right? You can't have all five of them be right, but it's still Hegdish Betos. But we never had that, when we, when we had that thing, the guy wasn't clear, and he said, Hareini Nazir, didn't we say, he's a Nazir, irrelevant what his second... Exactly, well that's the point, they're all saying Hareini Nazir. We never did this True. we never had that. Exactly, but that's, I guess that's the mechanics of it. They're all saying Hareini Nazir, if, and the answer is, the if doesn't really matter. Once you say you're Nazir, you're out. I, it's not possible for all of the ifs to be true. The answer is, that's called a toast. So what do you see? You, yeah? 
It's because the word they say it is the first thing they said was Haraninasu. Correct. That's what it seems like. Again, we'll analyze this more fully in 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 Lamed Beis, Lamed Beis, where it's yeah, Harini Nazar, yeah, Harini Nazar, Harini Nazar. They're all saying Harini Nazar. The main point is once they say Harini Nazar, that's a full acceptance. What happens afterwards is not a stipulation. It's at most a toast. Okay, so it doesn't really matter. Okay, so you see over here, Vahayacha Hegdish Betosu. Over here, it's considered Hegdish Betosu, Kulam Nazirim. And you see, Bishamai holds Hegdish Betosu having Hegdish. So, why does Rav Papa reinterpret the Mishnah to imply that they don't hold Hegdish Betosu? They do hold Hegdish Betosu. The answer is, Bishamai Savri Hegdish Betosu have Hegdish. Have a look. The answer is, Bishamai happens to hold of Hegdish Betosu. Rav Papa's point is that this Mishnah is not a proof of that. Because this Mishnah could be interpreted differently. Yes, they happen to hold Hegdish Betosu. That happens to be their opinion. That's true from the next couple dafim. This Mishnah is not necessarily indicative of that because you could understand the Mishnah is saying he meant the first black animal that comes out and the first black animal that comes out is holy. Not that the white animal is holy. So it's, 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 his point is that it's not indicative from this Mishnah that that's their shita. Okay, now, yeah, by, by the way, I'll just read you the Beishamai rule that all six in the group are Nazirim, even those whose predictions are not borne out. Beishamai maintained that all these declarations are no worse than an error in his substitution. They hold that it's no worse. Than, yeah, they hold that it's a full acceptance. And I, the the, the, the predictions didn't come out, so that's the toughest part. But you accepted it. It's, it's an interesting way to look at it. Okay, um, fine. They did not mean to make their vows conditional on the vindication of their notions, but merely articulated their reasons for adopting the zeros. So their reasons happened to be wrong, but that wasn't. It wasn't a tenai. It wasn't a stipulation. Okay, now. Another explanation. So we've had two explanations of Beishamai. Again, because Beishamai is a strange shita. Because Beishamai shita is seemingly, they said the first animal comes out of that door that's black, and then a white animal comes out, it's holy. First explanation is the white animal is holy. Hegdish Betos. So we said, but we don't, like, Hegdish Betos, like, it's not, but what you said and what happened didn't come true. So, by the way, first the first opinion just holds, that's whole Hegdish Betos. Rav Papa says, no, no, no. What they actually meant is, the first animal that's black that comes out after the white one is holy. Okay. Third shot, Abaya. Abaya says, I'll tell you, I've seen it. Abaya says, the case is not what you thought. The simple explanation of the case is, it's happening in live time. He says, the next animal that comes out, it's coming in the future. Meaning the next animal that comes out is holy. He says that at 845. And then at 9 o'clock, a black animal, white animal. Whatever. That's called a toast. That's not what happened. What actually happened is, it's the end of the day. And he's remembering it wrong. He's saying that that first animal that came out today, the black one, that's holy. And then they tell him, no, no, it was a white one. And he's like, okay, then the white one's holy. It's not that, you see, when it happens in the future, you could legitimately say it's a mistake. And you could say that, oh, maybe his intention is not to actually accept it. Over here, it's actually in the past. He's saying at the end of the day, he's remembering what happened. He's saying, remember that animal that came out at 9 o'clock this morning, the white one, uh, the black one? That black one's holy. And then they say, yeah, the, no, the, it was a white one. Okay, fine, the white one. No, no, the dictuk in the mission is actually all future, but all present or future. It's now we're saying, we're saying it's all the past. We'll have to change the dictuk in a second. But he's saying it's all the past, and therefore the reason why that makes it a little bit better to like understand is because the, the whole point is it's like it was a mistake. Over here, he's, clear, he's clearly trying to say the first animal that came out should be holy. He's just misremembering, but his clear intention... Yeah. So the Gemara says, Abaya Omar, the case is not where it's in the morning and he's saying the next one that will come out. The case is where it's the afternoon. And he says, remember that animal that came out, the black one that came out this morning? 
The first one, that should be holy. And they said to him, love enough. No, it was a white one. So he says, okay, love enough. I wouldn't have said black, I meant white. Over there, it's clearer that his intention is to make a carbon. And he's just clearly misremembering what it is, as opposed to prediction in the future where you could say he didn't mean to make that one. You see, the future thing, you could legitimately say, well, he didn't mean the white one. But over here, he clearly intended that the first animal that came out, he's just misremembering. So the Gemara said, by the way, Basil says, well, no, what you say matters. He didn't say black. He didn't say white. He said black. So the, so the Gemara says, This is uh, Gavin's problem. The entire Mishnah is future. It, what does it say regarding the gold dinner? He says, the gold dinner, which will, which I will pick up. How could you say it's the it's at the end of the day and he's misremembering? It says, which I will in the future. The answer is, Tani change the girsa. Sha'ala, past. The Gemara said, what about the next? Same thing with the barrel. That I will pick up. The answer is, Tani that I picked up. You have to change the girsa. Okay. Uh, from here till the end of the Mishnah, to the Mishnah is just like a random... Interesting stuff. Amrav Chizda. Uchma bechivora lakia. A black ox in a white herd um, lowers the value, meaning black oxen are less valuable than white oxen. Okay. He's telling you a finance lesson. Black ox, less valuable than white ox. Okay. Chivora buchma lakia, and a white spot on a black ox is a skin disease. Okay, fine. But the first one is, is, is a little interesting, and that is black ox less valuable. By the way, I would actually think opposite. I'm not a farmer in any way, but like a black ox just, that's a chiddush to everyone here, but a black ox is, is more like, I don't know, it's more like impressive looking, but he's saying no, black ox less valuable. Here's the problem. The problem is like this. Let's go with the Pashup Shat in, in Beisham. Let's say this outside, we'll see this. The Pashup Shat in Beishamai. Beishamai says, the first black ox that comes out of my house should be holy, and then a white ox comes out, what's holy? According to Beishamai, the white ox. The Gemara has a, a, a shaila. I think it's in, it's in Timur, Erechen. When a person makes a hegdish, and there's a choice, it could be A or B. He said something ambiguous, it could be A or B. Do people, when they give tzedakah, do they give it in a more stint? Do we err to the stingy side or to the generous side? It's a machlaikas. But if you err on the more stingy side, meaning he said, I'm going to give... Uh, the chair to Hegdish, and there's two chairs in front of you. One is like kind of broken, and one is like less broken. Um, do they mean the more stingy one or more generous? So the halacha is uh, not the halacha. This gemara assumes stingy. So here's the deal: if you're telling me the black ox is less valuable, he said black, and then white came out, and then you're making the white holy, then you're 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 going against stinginess. Maybe he didn't mean white. I Meaning, if they're the same value, and it's just it's just what they look like. Okay, fine. But if, if they're actually different values and black is less valuable and people generally err on the stingy side, then what right do we have to make the white holy? We should assume that he meant the cheaper one. And if a more expensive one came out, then he didn't mean that. So the Gemara says, Tanan, Wait a minute, so why is the white one holy? If the black one is less valuable, it should be the black one only being holy because people are more stingy. So the Gemara says, Okay, so according to you, people aren't stingy. Let's say, fine, so I'm wrong. People are not stingy. They go more generous. They go to the next one. The case of the gold and silver. What's more valuable? Gold or silver? Gold, obviously. He said the first one that's gold that comes out, it should be holy. He picked up silver. Silver is holy. But I thought people are more generous. Then you should say, he didn't mean silver, he meant gold. 
So what's the answer? People are stingy. Okay, then go to the end of the Mishnah. Elamai ben Ramagdish. Okay, people are stingy. Hashem Go to the next one. The next one he says, wine that I pick up should be holy, and he gets uh, 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 oil. And what's holy? The oil. Oil is way more valuable than wine, at least according to the Gemara. So that's so it's like there's weird because like you're going for the less more valuable by the ox, less valuable by the money, more valuable by the oil. So it's like it's inconsistent. So the Gemara says, well, uh, actually oil could be less valuable in the Galil. The Galil wine was more was known to be very good wine. So let's go with people are generally stingy. That's why the silver is holy, not the gold. That's why the oil is holy, not the wine, because oil is cheaper. The problem is the first one. If black oxen are cheaper than white oxen, then why is the white ox holy? It should be always go stingy, stingy, stingy. The Gemara says, The answer is, in general, black oxen are more valuable. When Rechizda said white oxen are more valuable, he was called, he was referring to Karmenoi oxen. Karmenoi oxen is a special species. We all know this. I'll just clear. It's a special species where the white oxen are more valuable. But in general, black oxen are more valuable. The Gemara says, A black ox... Uh, the value is its skin. Sum kalabasar, a red ox, its value is its meat. Chivar laradia, a white ox is known for its plowing. I am Rav Chizda Ugma b'chivar lakia. Wait a minute. So you're telling me that the white ox is used for plowing, but I thought the black ox is less valuable than the white ox. So the question is, um, if the hide of a black ox is more valuable, then why is a black ox generally cheaper if the hide is more valuable than a white ox? The answer is, Again, we're talking about Carmonian oxen. Um, let's just do this. We have four minutes. I'm going to run through the Mishnah quickly. And then we'll, because uh, if I stop now, it's going to mess us up for the next couple of days. So let's just finish the, let's do the Mishnah. Misha another Benazir. If someone vowed to be a Nazir, but then drink wine, violating his Naziris, and he asked the Rav for Hataris Nazarim, and the Rav said no. Meaning the Rav tried, and no, the Rav's like, no, you, you have to keep it. So he, he was a Nazir, Drank the wine, broke his nazirs because of the drinking, went to a rabbi to be matanah, they're hoping to get out of this. And the rabbi's like, no. The halacha is, another. he counts his naziris from the time that he made the vow. Now, what the, why not? The Gemara is going to analyze what, what exactly this means, what's the chiddush, we'll put that aside. Nishalachachamatir, but let's say, drinks the wine, breaks his naziris, goes to a rabbi, the rabbi's matanah, which means absurutzit limafreya. So then he was never a Nazir. So what do you do with the animal that he had set aside? The animal that he had set aside was when he was a Nazir. He actually was never a Nazir. Poof. So what's the halacha? If he had already set aside an animal for the carbon, the animal goes back to its flock. It's not holy anymore. Meaning, because hegdish betos, lo have hegdish. Yeah? Good. So Amri Basil Bishamai, so Basil said to Bishamai, Iatamodam is Eshu Hegdish Batosh, So Basil says, You see, I'm right. Meaning Bishamai and Basil have an argument whether Hegdish Batos have a Hegdish or not. Bishamai says, Have a Hegdish. Basil says, Lo have a Hegdish. And Basil says, Bishamai, see, I'm right. Because this animal was Hegdish, Tos, Lo have a Hegdish. So Bishamai says back to them, Amlan Bishamai, Iatamodam. Okay, good point. I'll bring my own point. Of Hegdish Betos, where Bisham is trying to prove Hegdish Betos, have a Hegdish. What, what's that? We know the halacha is he's supposed to give Meiser. Meiser behema is a carbon. So what they would do is they would put the animals in a pen, open the door, and they would have a staff. They would have like a paint. And each one would go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And then ten, they would paint the back of the tenth. That was an animal. That's holy. What if instead of painting the tenth, 
they paint the ninth because they miscounted. Then they realized their mistake and painted the eleventh because they thought that they had, they erred, they messed up both ways. They basically counted nine, ten, and eleven as ten, ten, ten. What's the halacha? All three are holy. It's exeris hakasa. So you see, that's hegdish patos, have a hegdish. So the Gemara says, Beishamay says, they, call, they count number nine as ten, then they realize, oh no, 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 that, that, no, okay, no, 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 up to number nine. So they count number ten as number nine, and they're like, no, okay, so now number eleven is number ten. So basically, the nine, ten, eleven, they just did ten, nine, ten. What's the halacha? All are holy. So you see, hegdish patos, have a hegdish. Beishamay responds, that's not a proof. You think it's the paint, the rod that makes it holy? Basil says, uh, let me ask you a question. Let's say I, can't, I take number two and I say it's number ten. Is it holy? No. Why? The Torah specifically says nine, ten, and eleven that are done with a mistake are holy. Dafka nine and ten. If I do the same mistake on number eight, it's not holy. Why? It's a gzeris hakasav. It is not it is the outlier. It is not the rule. Therefore, Shema Asaklum, Elakosuf Shekidish Asiri, Kidish Atshi, the same Torah of Esacharasa, the same Torah that made number 10 holy makes number 9 and 11 holy. Meaning, that is not a, a, a rule for Hegdish Batos. That is the outlier. That's a special Xerus Akasuf. I'll prove it to you because if I make number 12 call number 10, it doesn't work because the Torah says specifically under that thing. All right, we'll stop here. Yeah, I was a little walked into it a little bit.